looking at this past year, it's been a crazy year. Crazy on so many levels. Folks, as you know, social media censorship is growing. The best way to support our video work for Israel is to subscribe to our video newsletter on pulseofisrael.com and to share our videos. If you are already a subscriber, then thank you. Shalom, shalom, everybody. We are about to start the Jewish holiday of the new year, Rosh Hashanah. It is a very special, special time period in the year. Not only is it the new year, but we're not celebrating by partying and drinking. No, we celebrate by thanking God for everything we have and praying for a good year. It's a day of lots of food, because us Jews, we love to eat food when we celebrate. But it's a day of lots of prayer. Prayer, prayer, and more prayer. Now, it's about taking a step back, looking at the year that has been, and praying for a better year. We pray for health for everybody. We pray to be forgiven for all of our sins. Looking at this past year, it's been a crazy year. Crazy on so many levels. Crazy because of COVID-19. Crazy because of countries overstepping power and mandating medical procedures, sometimes to, to crazy extents. Crazy on a geopolitical level with, with a horrendous foreign policy disaster by the Biden administration with Afghanistan making the Taliban now one of the most powerful armies in the world with leaving behind U.S. arms and a huge win for radical jihadi Islam Islamists all over the world. Crazy with all the floods and hurricanes and natural disasters. It's been a crazy, crazy year. And some people look at the year and I'm like, wait a second, how could God let this be? And some people, when they see bad things happening, they're like, wait a second, how did God let this happen? How did God let this evil exist? Whether they're looking at the COVID-19 as the evil, as China being behind it and getting away with it, as American administration officials, including Fauci, being involved in funding the creation of this virus by China. Like, how do... And then others are looking at the vaccine mandates as evil. And people are asking themselves, regardless of where they are on the spectrum of whatever issues, they're asking, wait a second, how can God allow this evil? Why, why is God allowing this to happen to humanity? Where is God? Right? That's what a lot of people are asking themselves. And not just Jews, but many non-Jews. So I want to tell you two different stories. One story was actually given over. It's not necessarily a story, it's a message. It was told to me by a good family friend by the name of Nate Davidovich. And he said the following, and use this for everything in your lives. Everything. This is a message for everything. He said, if someone comes up to you with a book, a 300-page book, he goes, open up to page 250 and read out loud line number 10 on page 250. 
So you open the book to page 250, you read out loud line number 10, and then the person asks you, can you please tell me what the whole book is about? And you look at the guy like, are you crazy? I just read one line on a page in the middle of a 300-page book. Of course I can't tell you what the whole book's about. Exactly, folks. That is the exact message when we have a question of how can God allow this evil to be happening around the world? We are right now living line number 10 in page 250 of a whole book, a book that the only the author knows what the, begin, what, what the beginning and the ending is. That's God. God knows everything. He knows all of history, and he knows all the future. He knows everything. He knows how line number 10 on page 250, the line that we're living right now, how it fits into the whole story. We don't. We don't understand. But we do know that the end of the story is a good story. At the end, God brings redemption to humanity. God brings redemption to the Jewish people, to the Jewish people in their homeland, Israel. That is the ending. It's a good ending. And only God understands how line 10 on page 250 works into the whole story to ensure that the great ending happens at the end of the book. But we don't. No matter how much we try, we are not able to understand how things happening today fit into the bigger picture of the good ending at the end of the story. So that is an unbelievable message. I am so happy that Nate shared with me and I'm able to share with you today. But now I want to end with the second story. And this is also an important Torah story, a lesson from the Jewish people. 2,000 plus years ago, when the second Jewish temple was destroyed, a bunch of rabbis were walking on the destructed temple, right? They were walking through the ruins of the destructed temple. And then all of a sudden, all these rabbis see, see a fox come out of the destructed Holy of Holies, the holiest place in the world to the Jewish, the Jewish people, the holiest place in the temple, on the Temple Mount, a fox comes out running through the destruction of the, te of the temple. All the rabbis, except one, start crying. They're crying because here we see a fox running through the destructed holy temple, running, coming out of the Holy of Holies, showing absolute devastation, destruction, defamation of the holiest place to the Jewish people. But there was one rabbi who acted differently. That rabbi was Rabbi Akiva. While all of his fellow rabbis, his friends, were crying, 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 obviously feeling the sadness of the destruction of the temple with this fox running through the destroyed temple ruins, Rabbi Akiva laughed. He was laughing. And they asked him, his friends who were crying, Rabbi Akiva, why are you laughing? And Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, don't you get it? The prophets prophesied this. They prophesied that the temple would be destroyed. They prophesied that a fox would run through the destroyed temple. 
So if the prophecy of a fox running through the destroyed temple came through, how much more so will the prophecies of redemption come through? The prophecies of Jewish children running through the streets of a rebuilt Jerusalem with old people watching on and enjoying watching the children running through the streets of a rebuilt Jerusalem. That's why I'm laughing, because the prophecies are going to come true. The redemption is going to happen. So folks, with this new Jewish year upon us, no matter what hardships are happening, no matter what evils you think are taking place in the world, again, regardless of what you view as evil, whatever ideology you have, regardless whatever personal tragedies you have in your life, remember this story. Be Rabbi Akiva. You can look at all the bad things going on and cry, or you could look at the bad things going on and they're happening at a rapid pace today. And again, the prophets told us also before the times of redemption for the Jewish people and humanity, that bad things would be coming at a rapid pace. So you can act like the rabbis who are crying over these horrible things happening around the world to humanity, or you could be Rabbi Akiva and look at it and smile and laugh. Wait a second. If all these bad things are happening and it's like the prophets prophesied, well, the redemption is on its way. And be happy like Rabbi Akiva. So my blessing to each and every one of you, Jew or non-Jew, if you live in Israel, no matter where you live in the world, find your inner Rabbi Akiva. And as you are experiencing bad things, tragedies, questioning, how can God allow this evil? Remember, you're only seeing line 10 of page 250 of a whole book that has a happy ending. And go into that inner Rabbi Akiva in your soul and try to overcome the sadness and hold on to the happiness and laugh. And that's my blessing to you. Hold on to your inner Rabbi Akiva and be a Rabbi Akiva as much as possible and try to oversee, try to look over the hardships and the challenges and the evil and understand, wait a second, it's part of the bigger picture. And with that, I want to wish each and every one of you a good year, a sweet year, a healthy year, a year of knowing how blessed you are with everything you have to be thankful for, and a year of sanity that while insane things are taking place around the world, you hold on to your sanity. And part of that sanity is based on you being constantly thankful for everything you do have. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. You have your life, say thank you to God. You have your health, say thank you to God. You have family members, you have loved ones, you have a home, you have a job. Say thank you for what you have instead of focusing on what you do have. And hopefully with that, you will have a, a year of health, of mental health, and of sanity. Shana Tova Omituka, signing off from the eternal and ancestral homeland of the Jewish people. Here, the beautiful Judean hills of the land of Israel. Thanks for watching, everyone. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.